what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. Hello and welcome to I'm with the band here on the Mesh Podcast Network. I am your host, Andrew Moose. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, we invite musicians of all creeds to discuss their current projects, their touring life, and overall lives as musicians. Uh, this episode of I'm with the band is produced in partnership this time with the No Contact Concert Series, Codex Sound, and Midwood Entertainment. Uh, and in case you are catching this podcast down the road, we are currently podcasting remotely away from the beautiful Mesh Studios in downtown Hickory, and we are smack dab in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, um, the guys I mentioned before, Codex and Midwood, are putting on the No Contact Concert Series, which is allowing bands and fans to interact during this time via the World Wide Web. And uh, my guests today on this podcast, they're playing the No Contact Concert Series this Saturday, May 9th, 8, 8 p.m. I'd like to welcome to I'm with the band, Ty and Sav from Western North Carolina, Unspoken Tradition. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you? Thanks hey, Moose. Great to be here. Great guys, man! Thanks, th- thanks for coming on and spending a little time with me today. I'm really excited to uh, get to talk to you. Um, it, you know, just some quick stats on Unspoken Tradition. If 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 you guys aren't familiar, they've got three albums uh, out right now. Um, their newest one is Miss We Tell Our Young, and that's available everywhere. All those available, all those albums are available everywhere. Uh, they've played the Merle Fest main stage. Uh, they've charted five songs on the Billboard Bluegrass charts. What's new? How are you guys uh, staying busy? Well, uh, we're not that busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you mentioned, the um, in the midst of the COVID uh, pandemic, we have been uh, working a lot from home. Uh, of course, for the foreseeable future, uh, gigs are uh, either postponed or canceled. Um, you just mentioned Merle Fest. In fact, that was a weekend, weekend or so ago, and that was um been canceled for the year and uh, another one that is uh, beloved to to sav that he goes to every year uh, the um uh, gray fox festival up in new york is canceled and uh, and all several uh, shows and festivals we were going to play this summer and uh, on into uh, the fall have been either postponed or canceled so we are working from home we um uh, some some of the guys in the band are sort of furloughed some are still working from home and drawing a, a, a paycheck from our day jobs, but we are um, collaborating a little bit where we can. We're being creative. We're writing, uh, getting ready for our next recorded project of which we've already begun. And we'll have some new music out from that here in a couple weeks. So we're uh, biding our time trying to still get new music released. And uh, I, for one, am get, getting a lot of practice in. I don't know about you, Sav. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the silver linings of the uh you know stay home situation has been just the uh the amount of time i've been able to put in practicing and writing and you know uh one cool thing we've been doing uh both as a band and individually with other collaborators is doing kind of um 
some of these uh, long distance collaborations I'm sure you've seen on, you know, Facebook and that kind of thing. There's a great app out there called Acapella that allows you to do that. And so I've been doing some of that and um, we did one as a band. Um, it was kind of a fun one. We, we rewrote the lyrics to one of the songs on Miss We Tell Our Young um, as a kind of a uh, PSA about the COVID situation. We put that video out a couple weeks ago. And so, yeah, we've been trying to find creative ways to stay engaged with each other and stay engaged with our fans. Absolutely. Um, you, you know, and I think that's what, that what's so cool about what you guys are going to be doing this weekend. Um, the guys at Codex and Midwood have uh, partnered with, it, with with these bands on their roster, and they are putting a full production out, you know, light, full lights, full stage, full sound, and do a multicam recording and live stream. Um, almost, I think they're doing it almost weekly, and it's, um, I, it, it's great. I mean, I saw Acoustic Syndicate and Cruz Contreras the last couple times, and you know it's it's fantastic to see what they're doing, and I can't wait to see you guys on that stage this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know, one of the the coolest things I went back and watched. Uh, I watched that Acoustic Syndicate show live, and and I went back and watched some of the stuff from this past week, um, just in preparation for us coming out there. And, uh, you know, it, it really is the closest thing to seeing a live show that's available right now. I mean, what they're doing out there is really well thought out. You know, the sound, the lighting, the broadcasting is all just really top notch. So we're obviously very excited to get out there and just, you know, on a personal level, I know all of us are just itching to play music together again. So it'll be a great opportunity for us. Right. You know, and that's, I think that's what's the most difficult part about this pandemic is not being able to, to be around the people that, you know, you like being around, um, you know, playing music and, and just your general socialization, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how that's going to, to play out in our music world. You know, is, are there, do you think that, and it goes back to the old adage, do you have to be sad to play a sad song? Do you have to be happy to write a happy song? Um, and I'm, I'm wondering what, what do you guys think is going to come out of, uh, of the pandemic, uh, overall for songwriting? Do you think it's going to be more of a, uh, a woe is me or a more of a, a hope, hope eternal type? <laughs> Probably a lot of songs about existential crisis, I imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, who, uh, who, who's to say that's such a personal, um, uh, uh, experience writing songs uh, and a lot of that has to do with what's going on with someone internally. But, um, you know, uh, I personally feel like a lot of this time um, out of the, what I consider a sort of the chaos of the everyday of, you know, working, playing shows, uh, this brief pause in socialization, this brief pause in, in some ways is, humanity in general um is is in some ways um as stressful as it is about the financial future all of us it's um in some ways it's sort of a um a staycation you know a time of to be reflective i think we'll probably see a lot of uh, introspective uh projects and recordings come out of this um i'm not really joking about the existential probably a lot of that too and then um probably a lot of things that speak a lot to our 
universality and our, our uh, universal humanity and the things that bring us together because it's something um, interesting about this situation is everybody in the world is experiencing it all at once or, you know, in various stages, but, uh, and that's something that usually is reserved for times of, you know, big world wars. So it's a, it's a international phenomenon. And, uh, I think it, if nothing else, it, it, it sort of bonds us together or I don't know, maybe, maybe levels the playing field for everybody. And I think what art it gets created out of that'll be interesting, whether it's music or other forms. So we're going to listen to one. Um, the, the song that we're going to play for you guys is called I Say Let's Go. And it's featured on Unspoken Tradition's newest album's Myth We Tell Our Young.
This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. During this time, I have had a chance to listen to a lot of good music. And, you know, when I when I was approached about having you guys on the podcast, um, you know, I, I started doing a, a dive in, in your most recent work and listened to that that first album, uh, Miss We Tell Our Young. And uh, lo and behold, one of my favorite songs made your album. And it's uh, Mountains Win Again, that Blues Traveler song. It's the last song on your album. How did that song make the album? How did, you know, how did that come about? Uh, I think we were looking for another, uh, cool cover. We did a, on our, our first release, we did a cover of, of stick shifts and safety belts from cake. And we were looking for something, I think to, uh, to kind of cover that, you know, something that people will recognize. And I, you know, um, Audi or maybe one of our, our former, uh, bass man, uh, Lee Shuford, who was a founding member. Uh, I think those two guys, they knew the song, maybe had played around with it before and, uh, we worked it up and just thought it was a really interesting and a good fit that translated well to bluegrass. So uh, not a lot of real deep strategy there. Just thought it would be something uh, cool. And once we got into recording it, uh, we realized that uh, that it was really going to turn out to be a great cover. So uh, um, the end product ended, ended up being um, uh, a better you know result than we expected. So I'm glad, sure. I'm glad you like yeah. it. And a lot of people love, love that stuff. You know, all of us 90s guys, I'm a 90s guy. Same. Uh, remember Same. Blue Travelers from back there. So, um, so for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I used to go to Horde Festival back in the day and Blues Traveler yeah, and Black Panic me and too. all those guys were used yeah. to tool around the Southeast playing that. And um, I got well accustomed to those guys. It's, it, 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 and it was great to see the, the mutual respect for that, for that, for, the, for that band and that song. And all that. Here I am. 
bluegrass bands um, play more songs and, and venture in different genres that might step away from the traditional bluegrass side of things. You know, it's not your Pappy's bluegrass band. Um, what other bluegrass bands do you see out there that, uh, you know, you guys are the guys tour around with, or maybe take some inspiration or direction from? Sav, what's your, who, who do you get inspiration from? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, the the list is never-ending because there's just so much great uh, acoustic music out there these days. And, and you know, I think I, one of the things that's fun and interesting about our band is, you know, kind of goes back to the ethos of who we are as a band in general, and it kind of ties into the name of our band as well. We are all very deeply rooted in the tradition uh, of bluegrass and acoustic music, but we all have varied influences outside of that. And, um, you know, we, we use the term a lot, new mountain culture, when we talk about the music and, and the kind of um, the direction that our band wants to go in. And I think what that means for us is, is kind of synthesizing those things, synthesizing that tradition with all of our contemporary influences, like that Blues Traveler song you were just talking about. Um, you know, there are just 
a bunch of wonderful bands out there. Um, you know, we're very fortunate to work with the mountain home, uh, record label and, you know, mountain home alone has a wonderful lineup of artists, um, that we certainly take a lot of inspiration from one that comes to mind for me is balsam range. Um, you know, balsam range is a band that's from our area, from Western North Carolina. Um, we know all those guys really well. And, um, you know, they, they have a a really great sense of who they are as a band. Like they're, they're intensely musical. They're all wonderfully talented on their instruments and great singers and all of that. But the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, you know, what they make together is better than what they could each do individually. And I think that's what we strive for as well. Yeah. I, uh, some other cool people on the label, um, recent, uh, signees, uh, Fireside Collective, really cool band doing a lot of the, um, expanding out of just the bluegrass roots into jam grass. Um, got people like that. Jeremy Garrett, our label mates with us. Jeremy Garrett's the uh, fiddler for, um, the infamous string dusters. So we've got sort of the more progressive side of folks that, um, we're associated with all the way to hardcore, um, straight ahead Carolina grass, like, um, our friends and sideline, another group on the label. So right. I think we try to, we're sort of influenced by both sides of those spectrums and with an attention to, um, original tunes as well. We, we touched on the, or the Earl Scruggs festival earlier. What, what other, some other uh, smaller festivals that you guys have played that, um, uh, our listeners might uh, not be aware of, uh, smaller festivals that we played. We only play the big ones, man. I don't know what, what <laughs> yeah. we only play the big festivals. Uh, the, uh, I know you said that the, uh, you said the, the gray Fox festival up in New York. Um, that's, um, what size festival is that? Seth? That's uh that's definitely one of the bigger festivals on the festival circuit. You know, think uh, you know, in terms of North Carolina festivals, it's kind of on the scale of Merle Fest. Okay. Um, so it's it's pretty big. But you know, there are um just a, a great number of both festivals and, and concert venues that, that we play um right here in North Carolina. Um, you know, the Gray Eagle here in Asheville. Um you know, places like that. Um, and then, you know, on the festival side, uh, there are things like the Albino Skunk Festival is is one that I know Unspoken Tradition has played. Um, that was prior to me being in the band, but they've certainly played that one. And that's, that's a wonderful festival just over the line in upstate South Carolina. Um, you know, that's always a fun one. Um, you know, there are just a a great number of them out there. Um, but you know, I think even aside from the festival scene, um, those smaller venues and clubs, listening rooms, those are the kind of venues that we really love to play, um, because it allows us to, uh, connect with our fans a little more directly than we would if there were, you know, five, 10,000 people sitting in a field somewhere. Um, so, you know, places like, you know, the, the gray Eagle I mentioned previously, um, you know, and there are quite a few others, um, across, uh, the Southeast that, that come to mind, but, um, those kind of places are, are really where I think we shine, um, even more just because we do have that little more intimate, um, you know, connection with our audience. Yeah, I was going to mention now Albino Skunk. That's a good one. Uh, uh, white Squirrel Festival. All the white 
animal festivals. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then and we, we got our start probably, you know, playing around town in Asheville, the ISIS, uh, historic ISIS music halls, where we've probably played um, a good bit. And, and yeah, we like, we like those, the theaters, um, uh, performing arts centers. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and we're still, we're still for the most part, as far as audience building, we're on still on the rise, you know, we're still working on hard ticket sales and playing, uh, smaller clubs and some of the uh, bigger festivals. In fact, this year was probably the year that we were set to, um, uh, up level a lot of that jump up a, a few notches as far as getting more into the festival scene. We had a Colorado run, they got canceled. Um, I think it was either this weekend or next weekend was going to be um, Gettysburg Bluegrass Festival that uh, got uh, canceled. And uh, we're sort of waiting to see what else happens. Um, and then, of course, if if it happens or like, and looks like all uh, lights are green for it to uh, still for now is the uh, the first annual Earl Scruggs Festival that uh, you mentioned down there and down there at the Tryon Equestrian Center. So. Fingers crossed that one still happens. Right. And uh, you guys are going to do some podcasting-ish with, with uh, Steve Johnson, the fellow that you mentioned before on uh, on the Monday series. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, so we've uh, obviously known Steve for a long time. Um, Asheville native guy and a picker and a promoter and was the uh, talent buyer for many years uh, over at Merle Fest and gave us some opportunities over there. Yeah, he is uh, one of the folks that's doing the talent buying and the promotion um, for the Earl Scruggs Festival. And uh, they're doing a month of Mondays where they uh, record and do, I guess this is, I believe it's Zoom. It's like a Zoom uh, sort of roundtable talk uh, with different artists that are performing there. And ours is on uh, the 25th, I think. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong there. I don't have a calendar in front of me. All the days are running together right now. Yeah, yeah I think so Monday the 25th. About, Memorial yeah, Day. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, Memorial Day. Perfect. So, yeah, much like we're talking now, we're just going to be catching up with Steve and talking about what we've got going on and uh, what the uh, overall plans are for the festival. If our listeners want to go find Unspoken Tradition, how can they go and find you guys on the internet? Well, we're always promoting uh, for folks to listen to us wherever they stream music. Um, that uh, building those numbers, uh, listener monthly listeners and followers on Spotify is great for us. It um, we do uh, get paid for for streaming. Believe it or not, it's it is it reality. It happens, uh, and also um, it's a great way to just help build our numbers. Um, so we're on all the streaming services. We're on Apple Music. We're on Spotify. We're on Pandora. We're on unspokentradition.com. Social media, of course, all those great places. We love to uh, hear from people and uh, talk to folks. If anybody wants to send us a message, if they have any songs that uh, we do um, and want to hear them uh, on uh, Saturday night, we won't be able to have anybody shout from the audience. So if they have requests, they can send us some messages on Facebook. If we know the song, we'll do it. If we don't. Uh, tough luck we won't be able to do that song but uh, you guys yeah. are going to do a live stump the band in front of thousands of online audience i love it that's that's the, that's the best put the, put your feet to the fire and see what happens I, I appreciate you guys coming on to i'm with the band here on the mesh and if you're going to catch them on at the no contact concert series it's going to be happening may 9th this saturday 8 p.m on facebook and on youtube you can find that uh, the stream on the No Contact Concert Series Facebook page. So again, uh, Ty and Sav from Unspoken Tradition, thank you guys again for coming. Uh, my name is Andrew Moose, and 
you are on The Mesh. listening to The Mesh, 
an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.